Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we dive into Be Fearless by Gene Kays. This inspirational book unravels the secret to changing the world, which, according to Case, is the power of fearlessness. Through the lens of her own experience as an internet pioneer and influential figures like anthropologist Jane Goodall and investor Warren Buffett, Be Fearless paints a vivid picture of how fearlessness fuels success. Written by Gene Case, one of the early brains behind America Online, and the current CEO of the Case Foundation, she draws from her rich experience to inspire readers. She has also served as the first woman chairman of the National Geographic Society and contributes actively to a range of philanthropic institutions. Be Fearless is a must-read for those who feel shackled by fear, entrepreneurs and philanthropists aiming to shape the future, and individuals determined to make a significant difference in the world. Immerse yourself in this episode as we distill the compelling wisdom offered in Be Fearless. Be Fearless, Five Principles for a Life of Breakthroughs and Purpose. Introduction. So, what's in for you? Discover the mindset that powers five transformative principles to change the world. Have you ever been swept by an overwhelming urge to do something significant after reading a heart-wrenching news piece? Maybe it was a compelling local crisis like homelessness, or perhaps an international concern such as climate change. But then, the next thought fluttering in your mind probably was, surely I want to contribute, but isn't it too much to overhaul my life now? The risk seems too high. Jean Case, the author, resonates with this conundrum. She acknowledges that stepping up to act demands bravery, and often it's simpler to stick to the status quo or tread the same old beaten path but she firmly believes that the world is in dire need of audacious individuals who strive to make it a better place, to inspire such individuals who seek that extra nudge to overcome the fear of stepping into unknown territories, she proposes a fearless approach. In Casey's view, the five defining principles for fearless pursuit are commit to a big bet, embrace being a bold risk-taker, leverage failures to your advantage, venture beyond your comfort zone, and let urgency trump fear. As we journey through these principles, we will encounter riveting stories of how they have been put into action to motivate your innate world changer to take the plunge. In this narrative, you'll uncover how a pioneering woman made Washington, D.C. bloom with cherry trees, why a track record devoid of failures might be an alarming red flag, and why dwelling too much on thoughts has its downfalls. Part 1. Remarkable transformations are often propelled by audacious big bets, and anyone, regardless of their current situation, can make one. In the early 1960s, the idea of a human setting foot on the moon was a stuff of science fiction. The technology was unimagined and the odds stacked high. Yet, John F. Kennedy, the then U.S. president, confidently announced on national television an audacious pledge to achieve this astronomical milestone within the decade. This kind of ambitious idea is what the author, Jean Casset, refers to as a big bet, the first principle of cultivating a fearless persona 
capable of making significant impact in the world. A big bet defies conventional wisdom and captures people's fascination. An example from our times is Elon Musk's audacious goal to colonize Mars by 2030, paralleling JFK's bold move in 1961. While at it, as Tesla's CEO, Musk has also staked a big bet on transforming terrestrial transportation. Despite the sea of skeptics, Musk's space venture, SpaceX, delivered a powerful rejoinder in January 2018 by successfully launching its own rocket. But how about the idea of internet access powered by balloons? As per Astro Teller, the head of X, a Google-owned innovative lab, this was the zaniest project they have ever attempted. It was a triumph, aiding Puerto Rico in restoring internet connectivity post the devastating Hurricane Maria in 2017. But remember, you don't need to be a space-age innovator or a tech genius to make a big bet. You can initiate one from wherever you are right now. Consider Rachel Sumek's story. She was an average UCLA student when in 2010, she was the only one who turned up for a food drive aimed to aid financially challenged students struggling to afford meals. Student hunger is a profoundly underestimated issue. Despite statistics revealing that one in four college students in some states struggle to afford groceries or have resorted to food banks, Sumek made a big bet, a bet that this chronic issue could be addressed. She founded Swipe Out Hunger, an initiative that allows students to donate their unused meal card credits. Her endeavor eventually grabbed Barack Obama's attention and has expanded to over 30 campuses, delivering more than 1.3 million meals. Part two, audacious big bets, often stem from challenging the status quo and glimpsing into the near future. You have most likely experienced a moment of exasperation only to have someone console you, saying, that's just the way things are. Many are inclined to accept the state of affairs as a given and abandon any attempts to instigate changes. In contrast, fearless individuals dare to challenge these commonly held beliefs, demonstrating that a positive shift is possible. Consider the case of David Gilboa and Neil Blumenthal. One day, Gilboa found himself in need of new glasses. He was taken aback by the hefty price tag of around $700 for a fresh pair. He believed there should be an alternative to acquire reasonably priced spectacles. The conventional way of procuring eyeglasses, which involved splurging hundreds of dollars on an optician's visit, lenses, and frames, was deemed unalterable by most. Blumenthal, however, had experience working with VisionSpring, an organization that trained individuals in developing countries to conduct eye exams and run eyewear stores that were affordable even for those earning less than $4 per day. They confirmed that a more cost-effective method existed. Armed with seed capital of just $2,500, Blumenthal and Gilboa launched Warby Parker, an online store offering trendy eyeglasses for a mere $95 each. The overwhelming response validated that selling eyeglasses online was a viable strategy, with their entire stock selling out in the first month and a waitlist of 20,000 eager customers quickly emerging. Today, Warby Parker is valued at $1.75 billion, boasts dozens of stores and employs around 1,400 people. Besides challenging prevailing beliefs, 
a big bet can also provide a glimpse into the future. Rewind to the 1990s, when the concept of owning a business website or an email account seemed unnecessary to many. Today, it's hard to imagine life without the internet. During the 1980s, the author was part of a group that saw the internet's future potential and remained unfazed by the widespread skepticism. This group decided to work for a startup, which eventually morphed into America Online. Part 3. Realize that comfort zones limit potential. Embracing risks paves the way for greatness. Do you enjoy the tranquility of your comfort zone? Most of us do. However, while comfort zones can facilitate good work, it's unlikely that they'll incubate transformative, groundbreaking ideas. In order to reshape the world, you need to tread in unfamiliar, uncomfortable territories. This brings us to the second principle of fearlessness, daring to venture into the unknown. Visualize a world where people merely sought comfort, or picture us only undertaking tasks that are a surefire success. Doesn't that paint a somewhat monotonous landscape? Numerous women and minorities have experienced the discomfort of being the only one in their workplace. Beyond the awkwardness of feeling like an outsider, there's the added pressure of representing an entire gender or ethnic group through their work. The author appreciates being the first woman to chair the National Geographic Society, but she also acknowledges the debt she owes to Eliza Skidmore, the society's first woman board member in 1892. Skidmore's life was one of extraordinary courage, driven by her willingness to embrace the inherent risks of being a pioneer. At the tender age of 19, she was part of the first female inclusive graduating class of Oberlin College. She then took on an androgynous pseudonym, E.R. Sidmore, to write a popular newspaper column. The income from this venture allowed her to realize her dream of traveling the world. In 1885, Skidmore embarked on a steamship to Alaska, a full 75 years before it became a part of the United States. Upon her arrival, she wrote the first ever travel guide for the region, a formidable achievement in itself. This accomplishment paved the way for Sidmore to become National Geographic magazine's first female writer and photographer, a role that took her to diverse destinations such as India, China, Indonesia, Russia, and Korea. Considering she was a single mother of two living in the 19th century, one can only fathom how challenging and risky these journeys must have been for Skidmore. Yet she was determined to make her mark on the world and understood that embracing risks and discomfort was a part of the journey. Part 4. Leverage existing work to make strides and avoid the stagnation of playing it safe by courageously embracing opportunity. Acknowledging the trailblazers who have paved the way before us, like Eliza Skidmore, is vital because their achievements can serve as a launchpad for our own success today. While instigating change in the world will never be a cakewalk, it doesn't require you to start with a blank slate each time. Indeed, even prolific inventors like Thomas Edison recognized the value of standing on the shoulders of giants. Edison is often pictured as a genius serendipitously experiencing eureka moments, leading to revolutionary inventions like the light bulb. However, Edison himself confessed to being more of a sponge than an inventor. 
He was acutely aware of the innovations of others and often contributed his resources and expertise to enhance these developments. Let's look at a more recent example. Justin Knopp, a fifth-generation farmer. He learned about the no-till farming technique designed to combat the persisting problem of soil erosion and loss of topsoil. Seeing a potential benefit in preserving the natural nutrients in the soil, a topic he had been studying, Knopf decided to experiment with this approach, and the results were astounding. Not only did he observe significant improvements, but his crop yield began to grow exponentially. Openly sharing his findings, Knopf is now regarded as a pioneer of a burgeoning, no-till, farming movement. Innovation can be fraught with risks, but if you want to sidestep the pang of regrets, it's crucial to seize bold opportunities. Interestingly, one of the most prevalent regrets among people later in life isn't related to the risky decisions they made, but rather the moments when they chose to play it safe. Case in point, Kodak. Prior to the 2000s, Kodak dominated the camera film industry, with a whopping 70% of the total market share. When faced with the choice of investing in digital film technology or safeguarding its existing market share, Kodak opted to maintain the status quo. By 2003, digital camera sales had overtaken those of film cameras, and by 2012, Kodak had filed for bankruptcy. The moral of this story, unless you want to live with regret, you must be willing to take risks. Part 5. Embrace failure as a stepping stone, glean valuable lessons from it, and always keep an eye on the long-term objective. Let's face it, most of us aren't popping the champagne corks when a project crashes and burns. Yet, you might be astonished to discover how many industry titans view failure not as a setback, but a stepping stone. They understand that lurking behind every success story are a series of failures, often an inseparable part of the road to achievement. This brings us to the third tenet of fearlessness, turning your failures into invaluable lessons. To kick off, fostering a positive attitude towards failure can open doors to significant learning opportunities. Take it from Thomas J. Watson, the founder of IBM, who once suggested doubling the rate of failure as a means to success. Take the Case Foundation, initiated by the author, which funds daring and innovative projects. An absence of failures would be a telltale sign that the projects are not groundbreaking enough. When each project should be pushing the envelope of what's achievable, a fair share of failures should be anticipated. Then there's Astro Teller, the head scientist at X who doesn't merely tolerate failure, he anticipates it. In his TED Talk titled The Unexpected Benefit of Celebrating Failure, he expounds how at X they strive to debunk a project by disproving its central concept. If they can't, then it's probably an ingenious idea. Another piece of the puzzle in embracing failure as a part of the process is to keep your focus on the larger goal. Warren Buffett, widely acclaimed as one of the planet's most successful individuals, has crafted a reputation as a formidable investor. His investment philosophy revolves around identifying businesses with promising long-term potential, remaining unswayed by passing trends or fads. Interestingly, Buffett could be seen as a late bloomer himself, 
a significant chunk of his wealth was accumulated post his 50th birthday, with the period between his 83rd and 87th birthdays yielding as much as his first six decades combined. Albert Einstein put it best when he said, Failure is success in progress. The real yardstick of success isn't a flawless track record, but the pursuit of your goals and the ability to extract wisdom from the inevitable failures that cross your path. Part 6. Step outside your comfort zone, dispel misconceptions, and build unexpected alliances. Each year, the author eagerly anticipates embarking on an RV trip across the U.S. with her husband. While the picturesque landscapes are a sight for sore eyes, the true joy comes from interacting with diverse individuals that she wouldn't usually encounter. In essence, these cross-country road trips act as a conduit to break free from her comfort zone, the fourth fundamental of fearlessness. Stepping outside your comfort zone is instrumental in gaining an authentic understanding of the world around you, thereby dispelling any biases or blind spots you may harbor. Many individuals harbor the preconceived notion that certain U.S. cities like Pittsburgh or Detroit are on their last legs and best avoided. However, visiting these cities and witnessing the transformation firsthand will alter that perception entirely. Take Pittsburgh, for instance. Large conglomerates such as Ford and Uber are pouring in substantial investment due to the city's avant-garde work in automated driving technology. Apart from that, Pittsburgh houses flourishing enterprises in the realms of biomedicine, robotics, and alternative energy. Detroit is undergoing a similar resurgence, with intriguing collaborations occurring between the private and public sector, focused on stimulating an economic renaissance. Dan Gilbert, the force behind Quicken Loans, has moved his entire business to Detroit. The company, boasting about 17,000 employees, has made significant investments in the city's real estate sector and startup ecosystem. Venturing beyond your comfort zone also opens up the possibility of discovering unconventional partnerships that could unlock doors to your future. Consider the unlikely collaboration between NASA and LEGO in 2010. This partnership led to LEGO sets being used on the International Space Station, while students and teachers on the ground interacted with astronauts through a specially tailored curriculum. Thanks to this alliance, those classes might well serve as a launching pad for these students' future careers in astronomy, precisely what NASA was hoping to achieve. Take another instance from the 2014 Ebola outbreak in West Africa. The hazmat suits in use were flawed, requiring a 30-step procedure to put on and not offering complete protection. Johns Hopkins University issued an open call for a better design, and the winner? a seamstress specializing in wedding dresses. Truly the most effective solutions can often emerge from the unlikeliest of places, but you'll never discover them if you don't dare to step outside your bubble. Part seven, channel urgency to propel yourself past fear, seize opportunities and answer crises. Our final exploratory step into the realm of fearlessness involves allowing urgency to eclipse fear. Instinctively, all of us experience fear as a self-preservation mechanism against potential threats. However, fear can often act as a stumbling block, thwarting our efforts to seize opportunities, 
exhibit boldness, and facilitate breathtaking accomplishments. A surefire way to surpass this fear is to let urgency take the reins, inducing the kind of instinctive reaction that emerges during emergencies or crises. When someone's cornered, the rush of adrenaline propels them into action, unlocking capabilities that otherwise remain dormant under normal circumstances. Fortunately, all you need to do is glance around, whether close to home or across the globe, and you're likely to spot a crisis that fuels your passion to pitch in. Harness this fervor. The author dubs the individuals who initiate this kind of action as first responders, and there are numerous such figures who have orchestrated extraordinary feats for the welfare of others. Take Jose Andres, an internationally acclaimed chef boasting a portfolio of award-winning eateries. But, more than his culinary prowess, he is celebrated as the face of American disaster relief. His efforts commenced locally, in Washington, D.C., where he inaugurated the D.C. Central Kitchen to aid the city's hungry population. However, in 2010, the initiative went global transforming into the World Hunger Kitchen following the devastating 7.0 magnitude earthquake in Haiti. But that was just the tip of the iceberg. When Hurricane Maria led to acute food and water shortages in Puerto Rico, Andres launched with a single kitchen, dishing out 1,000 meals a day. But he soon amplified his efforts to a staggering 175,000 meals a day, culminating in a grand total of 3.5 million meals served to the beleaguered community. In Andres's perspective, the essence of the American dream has evolved from acquiring a lavish house, vehicle, or high-paying job. It's now about seeking personal success through acts that yield tangible benefits for others in the world. For Andres, the urgency of hunger fuels his desire to seize the moment and contribute in whatever way possible. David Gilboa and Neil Blumenthal the duo behind Warby Parker felt a similar drive to provide affordable eyeglasses, leading them to incorporate the buy-a-pair-give-a-pair program into their business model. As a result, they've managed to distribute approximately 4 million pairs of glasses to developing countries. Part 8. Avoid analysis paralysis and leap into action. Just get started. At some point, you may have been cautioned by well-intentioned advisors to avoid impulsive actions urging you to think things through thoroughly. However, the dilemma is that the more you dwell on a thought, the greater the odds of becoming ensnared in uncertainty, bewilderment, and fatigue. Simply put, even the most brilliant idea can appear questionable if you scrutinize it endlessly. This is why it's beneficial to allow urgency to trigger action. If a cause sparks passion within you, there's a high probability it merits pursuit. Sure, there might be hurdles along the way, but you can always navigate those obstacles later. This is exactly the path Bertha and Harry Holt took in 1954, when they learned about homeless children in Korea, offspring of American soldiers who had been abandoned. Immediately, they embarked on a mission to help, starting by adopting eight children. If they had paused to mull over the finer details, they would have realized that their actions were unlawful. However, they didn't let that deter them. Instead, they pushed Congress to pass Holt's Law in 1955, paving the way for the children to find a home with their family. Following that, 
the Holtz established an adoption agency through the Salvation Army to help other children find safe homes, and constructed a residential facility in Seoul to provide a secure abode. This facility still stands today, managed by the Holtz's 80-year-old daughter, Molly. It even houses a museum documenting the Holtz's decades-long benevolent efforts that transformed the lives of countless Korean children. Therefore, don't hold off until perfect conditions align before taking action. As Brene Brown, the author of Daring Greatly, puts it, you can squander precious time, talent, and meaningful relationships waiting for the perfect moment. Here's a nugget of wisdom to hold on to. You don't have to make a giant leap to get involved. Regardless of the task, you can always break it down into a series of smaller steps instead of tackling it as one colossal goal. For instance, if you're an environmental enthusiast and dream of starting a business that revolutionizes community recycling methods, commence by volunteering to clean up your neighborhood while learning more about existing recycling practices. It's time to spring into action and let fearlessness guide your heart. Final summary. Our planet requires more individuals who embrace fearlessness, ready to risk it all in their quest to mitigate global issues, ultimately eradicating hunger and poverty for good. Boldness fosters transformation, because all pioneering ideas necessitate a readiness to court risks, extract lessons from failures, and venture beyond the confines of comfort. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.